The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. Brian's off today. I'll be back tomorrow morning. Tis the season for Porch Pirates. It's the height of the holiday shipping season. Deliveries are being made from morning till night. WBEN's Brayton Wilson is here with ways to protect your packages and deliveries. The holiday season is in full swing and many people are likely expecting the arrival of several packages in the coming weeks with products set to be exchanged as gifts for friends and loved ones. However, there's always the present threat of having packages stolen from people's porches. Those individuals are often referred to as porch pirates. Unfortunately, it's something that happens more around the holidays every year. According to a security.org study, 79% of consumers actually experienced package theft in 2022. So that's something to keep in mind as you're doing your holiday shopping. That's Kat Schmieder from the BBB's Upstate New York chapter. According to a recent study, 17% of Americans have had a package stolen just within the past three months, which accounts for about 44 million Americans. In addition, 44% of people have had a package taken at some point in their life, and 18% of adults say they had a package stolen that contained a gift for someone else. So what can you do this holiday season to best protect yourself from having packages stolen off your front porch? Chief Patrick Fitzgerald from Orchard Park Police says this has been a topic of conversation that's come up in the past with residents and says one helpful tool for anyone is the use of home surveillance cameras, more specifically doorbell cameras. We see that cameras that are mounted and visible to the road are oftentimes a deterrent for someone who really is partaking in what is a crime of opportunity. Watching a package be delivered, to a front porch or driving down the street and seeing a pile of boxes at the front door of a house. You know, we find that houses that have cameras are oftentimes less likely to be victimized. Fitzgerald also reminds residents of the region, if you happen to see something suspicious happening in your neighborhood this holiday season, do not hesitate to bring it up with local law enforcement. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Thank you, Brayton. We're asking at WBEN.com, our web poll today, have you or someone you know had a package stolen from your property? Yes or no? Right now, 33% have checked yes. You can weigh in on the right side of the page over at WBEN.com. Two new local college presidents during a special SUNY Board of Trustees meeting yesterday. Dr. Chance Glenn was named president of Buffalo State University, effective next July. Dr. Adiam Sagai has been appointed ECC's new president, effective immediately. She's been leading SUNY Erie for the past year. Glenn, former provost and vice president for academic affairs at the University of Houston, Victoria in Texas, will replace Catherine Conway Turner, who retired in May. The appointment for Buffalo State follows a hiring freeze that was announced last month to deal with a $16.5 million deficit. The fourth Republican presidential debate kicks off tonight at the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa. But once again, the GOP frontrunner, former President Trump, will not participate, attending a fundraiser instead. ABC News political director Rick Klein says Trump's challengers are still lagging far behind the former president in the polls. Nikki Haley getting some momentum. Ron DeSantis trying to revive his campaign. Uh, Chris Christie trying to show that he deserves to be out there. It's getting to be crunch time for these Republican candidates. But we do know that nobody has ever had this big a lead either nationally or in the early voting states, and then gone on not to win the nomination. So someone's going to have to break some historical trends if they're going to make it interesting. The debate, 8 o'clock tonight on News Nation. President Biden shedding some light on a major motivating factor behind his re-election campaign. Back at the White House last night, President Biden expanded on his remark that his re-election campaign was prompted by former President Trump's decision to run again. 
I expect so, but look, he is running, and I just I have to run. No, not now. Earlier, Biden made headlines at a closed-door fundraiser one. He said, quote, if Trump wasn't running, I'm not sure I'd be running. The statement came as he portrayed Trump as a threat to democracy. That's Andrea Fujii. The FBI delivering a dire warning to Congress about terror threats to the U.S. and the need to renew a law that lets law enforcement spot those threats before it's too late. FBI Director Christopher Wray saying there are blinking red warning lights everywhere that he's never seen this many terror threats elevated all at the same time. The FBI director testifying before the Senate Judiciary Committee, urging them to renew a law that lets government listen in on overseas terror suspects before that law expires at the end of the year, saying it is a tool that could avoid another catastrophic attack on the U.S. Well, more in-depth on this coming up this hour. The former Alaska Airlines pilot, who is accused of trying to crash a plane full of passengers heading to San Francisco in October, will avoid attempted murder charges. The pilot's attorneys say he had taken magic mushrooms a few days before the flight. Former Alaska Airlines Captain Joseph Emerson's attorneys say he was in a dream state and had been depressed when he tried to pull the cockpit levers to kill the engines and that he did not have any criminal intent. A Multnomah County, Oregon grand jury apparently agreeing and has decided not to go with the original 83 counts of attempted murder that Emerson had been charged with. Instead, choosing 83 counts of recklessly endangering another person and one count of recklessly endangering an aircraft. With the attempted murder counts going away, Emerson's defense team says it plans to get him out of jail by the end of the week. Alex Stone, ABC News. All right, and now on to the Sabres. Sabres on the losing end of their fourth game in a row last night, falling to Detroit 5-3. to three. The team fell behind early once again. Going into intermission, down two goals. It was the fourth game in a row the Sabres fell behind by two or more goals in the first period. Forward Jeff Skinner spoke about the team's poor start after the game. Yeah, I mean, not a good enough start. Obviously, we get behind two goals going into the second period. It's, it's going to be tough to climb out of. Yeah, obviously something we've been struggling with, and every game is different in its own way, and we just have to find a way to battle through that, that, that part of our game and and, uh, and get on the right side of some of those start, start first periods. Skinner had one of the Sabre goals last night. Casey Middlestadt, Rasmus Dahlin, among the other goal scorers. It'll be an uphill battle to end the losing streak as the Sabres head to Boston tomorrow for a 7 o'clock faceoff. By the way, Patrick Kane did not make his debut last night for the Detroit Red Wings. The Bills, they return to work today after the bye. Week 14 has the Bills on the road in Kansas City Sunday. And Deion Dawkins was named the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee once again, by the Buffalo Bills. Good luck to him. And how about this? If you searched online for information this year about a certain AI chatbot, you're not alone. Do you remember what you searched for this year? Wikipedia does. The Wikipedia Foundation, the nonprofit which runs the publicly edited online encyclopedia, says its English language version topped 84 billion views this year. The most popular topic, ChatGPT. That was followed by the annual list of deaths, which usually gets high traffic every year. The Cricket World Cup, Barbenheimer, and Taylor Swift. Daria Albinger, ABC News. All right, there you go. Taylor Swift 
Can we go a day without having her in the news? I don't think so. No, no, not in 2023. And you know what? I'm already going to say that for 2024. (laughs) I just feel that that's the way it's going. Interesting because this morning, Time Magazine's Person of the Year is announced. Yeah, what time is that? I I don't know exactly. Seven or eight. So it will be during this show? It'll be during the show. Oh, This is probably the first time in a while I'm actually really interested to see because there are so many, I think, Good choices. Yeah, that shortlist had nine people on it. Yeah, and knowing time, they'll go with the wrong choice. Yeah, <laughs> right. That happens a lot lately, oh, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, they're trying to sell subscriptions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do people buy Time Magazine anymore? I, not only do I not know if people buy it, I don't see it at the cash register. I don't think I do either. You know, I know I, they actually still make a you know the actual magazine. Right. I mean, you see people, you see us. You see the you know the Life magazine special. Right, right. I can't remember the last time I've seen a physical copy Time. of Time magazine. It's a good point. Your exclusive WBEN seven weather forecast: some light snow to start our day, mostly cloudy skies this afternoon. Temperatures in the low thirties tonight. Clouds on the increase. We'll see another round of snow arrive toward Thursday morning with overnight lows in the low thirties. Snow in the morning, rain and snow late Thursday morning before the precipitation comes to an end with highs near 40 tomorrow. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Taylor Swift has been selected this morning as Time Magazine's Person of the Year. We're talking about it with our own Rob Lucas from Lucas on Life from David Bellavia's show, who's our pop culture expert here. Uh, Rob, is this any surprise to you? Well, I'm just glad they they selected somebody who was positive because as I looked at the short list of man a, a person of the year, it, I I think it's a salute to negativity. I mean, look at all the negatives on this list. You start with the Hollywood strikers; they they did good things, but that was kind of a negative story. Anybody political, the head of China, Xi Jinping. Did I say that right? Hope so. Um, Sam Altman who he may have done the things that, that are going to most affect people's lives in the future with ChatGP and the head of AI. But but really, he's a negative because he's creating things that are going to cost a lot of people jobs in the future. The Trump prosecutors, negative. Vladimir Putin, negative. King Charles III, most would say negative. Jerome Powell, most would say, who is that? I had to look up Federal Reserve Chairman, negative. When, if it deals with money, it's negative. So the positives on there were Taylor Swift and Barbie. <laughs> what does that tell you about the list? <laughs> that's, that's a great observation. But I was looking through the list, you know, with the news lens. You look through it through a different lens. I still yeah. came up with Taylor Swift. I mean, she's single-handedly lifted up this economy this year, hasn't she? First of all, everybody, anybody who owns a theater should, I said before, genuflect toward her because she packed theaters all over with uh, the film uh, of her tour. And somebody affecting everything from music to movies to now the NFL, it's who to thunk it. And so it, it was the obvious choice for Taylor Swift to be person of the year. The other thing that was kind of like, when you texted me about this Time Magazine, I thought, is there still a Time Magazine? Is this the only time of the year that people even think of Time Magazine? I was going to ask you that, up. yeah. Yeah, like, okay, I, this is on Wikipedia, so you know it's got to be true. In 2012, 
uh, Time Magazine had a circulation of 3.3 million. Now they're down to about 1.5 million, so less than half of that. And I was, oh my gosh, you know what circulated more than Time Magazine? What does this say? People Magazine. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's behind People Magazine. Joe Beamer, I was talking to him off air, just had a great line. He thinks most of the uh, Time Magazines are going to libraries and schools. They he, must he be because be right we, we were talking earlier and neither one of us could remember seeing one at the checkout at a grocery store. Yeah. I mean, you see people, you see Us Weekly or something like that, but, but Time. And here's the other thing. The, like the Time Magazine Person of the Year and the Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year I, doesn't even matter anymore. Like Sports Illustrated, I think, completely blew it when they went with Deion Sanders because the truth is coming out about Deion Sanders, it, a brilliant football mind, but at the same time, it, it's his, the way he does things uh, are a little rough on the edges. He's had a lot of assistant coaches leave, a lot of players that he ran off were unhappy with him. Also, Sports Illustrated blew it because the Sportsman of the Year had to be Max Verstappen of uh, Formula One Racing. Nobody in the history of racing had a season like he did, where I think he won all but two races and doubled the point total of the person who came in second place. For them not to select Max Verstappen was just a ridiculous move by Sports Illustrated, almost as ridiculous as them selecting Deion Sanders. And, you know, another list came out this week. It was the word of the year. And the word was Riz. Did you ever hear of that? Riz? Yeah. R-I-Z? R-I-Z-Z. It's from the word charisma. It's taken from. It, it's, it's Gen Z language on TikTok, you know, for style, charm, and attractiveness. You know, it's like changing the word credi- credibility. You don't see somebody you say, hey, they've got street cred, not street street credibility. But yeah. I've never heard anybody say Riz instead of charisma. He's a man. She's a woman of great Riz. I just don't no. see that it, word it, being it used. It doesn't work. I agree. Now, what were the other words? Can you remember the other words that were up for uh, the honor? Joe, do you remember? I, well... The that that was I think the Merriam-Webster word of the year. Okay. Okay. Word. The Oxford word of the year was authentic. So I think that's good. I, I think that's good. Uh, although the word authentic, I think that like three years ago is when authenticity people started figuring out. Okay, the Kardashians are the Kardashians, but they aren't authentic, and that's what separates. We've talked about this with with Bellavia many times. Being authentic is what separates um, the good from the great. It's one of the thing, things. You know, as these lists come out, do you kind of dread them each year, or, or do you kind of look, you know, with anticipation for them? I have no anticipation, and I have no dread. It's just these lists are little things that kind of fill your empty day. <laughs> That's what they are. I don't think anybody on December 1st is saying, who's going to be the time person of the year? I I think in sports, they may do it more for sports and sportsmen of the year because people keep – it's no fun keeping track of politics. It's no fun keeping track of the things that time keeps track of. It's fun keeping track of sports. Sports are supposed to be fun. So I think more people look forward to the Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year I think more people can name former Sportsman of the Year, Bo Jackson, 
Mark Spitz, going going back to the 70s, then can name time people of the year. I agree. Hey, Rob, I agree with you about Deion Sanders, by the way. I just got to get your uh, your thoughts. You know, we had a big event over the weekend, um, the final KISS concert ever. What are your thoughts on the final concert and the new KISS, which is going to be touring avatars? Only KISS could go out like that. Where they end the show, for those who don't know, they ended the show with, they had George Lucas. And they must have, they had to plan this months, if not years in advance. George Lucas created digital avatars of the entire band. So they can go on tour anywhere, anytime, for any amount of money. And credit to Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. Even though they say they're done, they're not done. Their avatars will always be out there. Genius. It's just, and, and you know what? It's people try to recreate like Elvis with an avatar or something. That's that's kind of creepy. M- Michael Jackson avatar kind of creepy. Kiss avatars not creepy. It just works because they've been clowns from the beginning, essentially, and they've known it. It's worked for them. It's their career. That's pretty cool. It's their charisma. <laughs> Riz. Okay. Thanks, Rob. Glad, glad to take you full circle on that one. All right. Always enjoy it. Rob Lucas. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning. Produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.